Here we go. Hi, Sheila Smith. Can you bring us up to speed on the outlook for for Japanese politics now that the Olympics are behind us, the Paralympics are coming up, and it looks like we have a busy fall coming up? Sure. Good to be with you, Tobias. You know, the, this has been a really difficult summer for the Japanese people, but also for the Japanese government. The Olympics have just wrapped up, as you said, but we shouldn't forget there's a couple weeks left of Paralympics. So Japan is still hosting the Olympics. Um, and yeah, it's it's posed a significant risk, I think, for many Japanese, or at least the perception is it's been a risk for their uh, pandemic management. There's about a million cases of COVID right now uh, recorded in Japan. Those uh, numbers are going up with the Delta variant as they are elsewhere. Uh, and uh, about 25% of those cases are in Tokyo, which is where the which is the site of the Olympics. But really, it's the public perception of the government's management of COVID as well as the Olympics. It's been uh, a problem. I know you've been following some of these uh, public opinion polls, Tobias. What is your sense of where the Japanese public is now? Well, I think since the pandemic began, it really has been the key issue, not surprisingly, for uh, former Prime Minister Abe and, and current Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga. And it's really been what has determined their approval ratings over the last 18 months. And the problem for Prime Minister Suga is that he now has a stretch where there's going to be a, a leadership election for his Liberal Democratic Party. And there has to be a general election uh, with the uh, four-year session for the diet ending uh, at the in late October. And so this is really poor timing for him, for this spike of cases. Uh, we've seen coming out of the Olympics, he's gotten no bump in the approval ratings. His approval ratings are now uh, reaching record lows in pretty much every poll that has come out. And, and that really is the public's judgment of his handling of the pandemic. And it might really create an opportunity uh, for someone to challenge him in that LDP leadership election and for the LDP to go for, to, to a new leader to lead the party into the general election. Yeah, I think it's been interesting watching, you know, in July, I was watching as the Japanese public was really reacting negatively to the Olympics, but that public polling has softened during the Olympics. And now that they're over, it's interesting that the, the about 60% of the Japanese public thought the Olympics were a good thing at the end of the day, um, despite their fears. But, but as you pointed out, you know, Prime Minister Suga's approval rating is dipped even lower. So it was 34% or so, right? Coming into the Olympics, it's 28% now, I think, according to the Asahi. Um, so you've really got now a bifurcation. The public has softened a little bit on the Olympics and Japan's role in it, but really become much more harsh towards the government. You pointed out, Tobias, that there's two elections. One is the internal leadership election within the Liberal Democratic Party. And it's important to remember that Suga is just carrying out the last one year of Prime Minister Abe's three-year leadership term inside the party. Um, and then, of course, there'll be the lower house in October. Do, do you see the leadership election? Do you see people out there who are wanting to challenge Suga? What do you think the dynamics are going to be for that leadership conversation inside the party? Well, it's, it's really tricky because you don't have a long history of the LDP replacing incumbent prime ministers. And so you do have an incumbency advantage, even with Suga's liabilities. Uh, you know, I, I think there is a reluctance uh, to rock the boat. I think, you know, you still have a lot of influence at, you know, sort of the senior levels, the party bosses. I don't think they're necessarily eager to replace Suga. Um, but if they feel like he's going to be a liability in that general election, they might be willing to take a look in a way that they might not otherwise have. And you do have people out there who I think are 
observing very carefully, are watching several members, I think, of Suga's cabinet who are likely, uh, you know, potential contenders and certainly uh, plausible prime ministers down the road, if not this time around, including um, uh, Taro Kono, the, um, who, who's been in charge of vaccines, uh, the vaccine program, and has been a foreign and defense minister before. I think the current foreign minister, uh, uh, Mr. Motegi is is certainly an option. Um, there are a couple other maybe more dark horse con- contenders. I mean, some one thing I think working in Suga's favor, and and feel free to to correct me on this, but I mean, I think in some ways he's he's every faction's number two choice basically. Mm. And so I think they look at him and they say, well, maybe he's not the best option, but there's not really anyone who who I think can command a majority necessarily of all of the factions other than him. And so that might still work in his favor heading into this race. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Going into the fall, I mean, there's some procedural issues. For example, the, the leadership race in the LDP is supposed to be held on September 15th, but the prime minister has the right to dissolve the diet to get rid, ready for that lower house election in October. And so he is probably going to do that right after the Paralympics are over, which means they'll go into the election with Suga. And so I agree with you as well. There's no benefit to anybody else stepping up before that election. And the reality here for the lower house election is Prime Minister Abe had a two-thirds majority along with his coalition partner, the Kometo, which really allowed him to legislate whatever policy he wanted. And I'm I'm doubtful that the LDP will be able to continue to get a supermajority. So whatever losses are coming, they may not be significant losses. In other words, the LDP may still be part of the coalition governing going forward, but they won't be a strong, in a strong position. And then Suga will have to either take responsibility if it's a big loss or continue to, to govern if it's not. Um, it's an interesting fall for us Japanese politics watchers. Uh, I'll be talking with you over the months and weeks ahead, Tobias, and thank you for today.